eyes closed. Come on, keep it closed, keep it closed. Hang on, in we come, in we come. <laughs> right, open them up. Aha! Oh, what? What's it? What's it? What, 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 what? what do you mean, what? It? It's a piano. Yeah, yeah, it's a piano. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Aha! Uh -huh. yeah. I, um... I thought you knew about that. Oh. Uh, I uh, purchased your piano. Well, purchased me a piano. It's not yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a mine. Uh, yes. Car boot sale. Yes. There's a couple of keys missing, but he says nobody uses them. No, right. Some of them don't get used. Ask me why I bought you a piano. Well, I was just going to... I was beginning to wonder. I mean, what, what, what would you... Well, I've heard of uh, you have some uh, skills on the piano. Well, I muddle through. Uh-huh. I muddle through, yes, yes. Um, well, I don't want to get over-excited here, but right. uh, a certain producer... I'm, I'm becoming a gog here. Huh? Are you really? Uh, absolutely. I just thought it was the way you were sitting. <laughs> but there's a producer in London, certain producer... Yes. Cameron McIntosh. Who... What was that? Oh, uh, sorry? Sorry? How Cam? Do you know him? Oh, Cam, mate of mine. Cameron McIntosh has been on at me for ages. No. It's in Ron. Oh, Come on, Ron. Put, put, get a musical out. Do a musical for the British people. Oh, yes, yeah, well. You know, I don't... You know, he said, do it about your military career. Well, yes, of course you could. Um, very I, distinguished career. Exactly. Uh, I said, well, I've had a couple of ideas and mm -hmm. I have a friend yeah. who can play the piano yeah. a bit. A bit, yeah. And I said, it's Richard Spenloff. He goes, Spenders? Yeah. What? Yeah. He was over the moon. Well, he's a he, lovely... Cam's one of the best. Because you worked with him and Phantom. I did, yeah, well, yes, I did. And, and I've done several little jobs for him as well. But the Phantom was one right. of the bigger ones. Did you... Him and uh, Lloyd Webb are big fans of yours. Oh, yes, Andy's all right. Yeah. He's not a bad guy. Andy, yeah. Yeah, he's not a bad okay. guy at all. Yeah. Uh, I close my eyes. Turn by the... Um, so, yeah. uh, can you just show me... A wee bit of what you can do on the piano. Uh, I can try. Okay, well, I'll give me give me your microphone. Oh, okay. Just a minute. Let it, no, just, just no. Listen, a minute. This isn't an audition, all right. I'm. I mean, if you're rubbish, don't worry. I'm going to carry on with the musical. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. That's a, well, I mean, I, I don't know. All right. Uh, just play whatever you like. Just something that shows your prowess. Um, have you gotten a wee bit more upbeat? A bit more upbeat? Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. That's, yeah. Is that no good? No, it's fine. It's not, are, you, are you sure? Listen, yeah, it's fine. You sit, sit, you know, come away from the piano. Right, okay, I'll come away, yeah. yeah I um, mean, you've got to say, if it's not good enough, you've got to say. Look, I, I think... I think we'll get something to work with. Right, right. Okay. Yes. I think I'm going to take you on board. Oh, well, well I'm... For the musical. Good Lord of me. Yeah. Oh, I didn't expect that today. Well... It, a lot of money in it, I suppose, I'm hoping. I'm there hoping. is for me. Yes. Um, you'll be the corroborator. Yes. The, is that what they call them? Your name and mine, together. Um, Barbara and Spanlow. Uh, well, I'm going to write the book. Oh, right. right. And okay. you're going to do the music. Yes. No. Yes. yes. Here's where this comes in. Mm. Uh, I, I haven't got a title for it yet. No. But I'll tell you the story. Right, okay. Um, it's going to be a story about a young flying officer ah. in the RAF. Well, you know about that. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes, quite. And he, um, 
he's flying away, yes. doing his thing with his, his aeroplanes. Yeah, I know, yes. One day he's on the pan. That's what we call it. Not on the toilet. No. He's on the pan. On that's the pan, where the yes. aeroplanes park up. Oh, I see, yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, he's on there, and one day he, forget, he gets where he is, and a plane goes over his, runs over his foot. Oh, Lord. His really? foot's mashed up. Oh. He gets sent away to a rehabilitation centre. Of course. Because he's one of the top pilots. He's, well, the, yeah. he's, he's the number one. Well, quite. I know what you mean. And he goes, and while he's there, he falls in love with a nurse no. who's looking after him. I yeah. So he falls in love with a nurse. And so the, the whole musical is all about planes and love and, and everything. Yes, yes. Now. Emotions. You can put that in if you want. Yeah, mm. I don't mind. Because mm. you, you are an emotional writer. Well, I'll do the yeah. best I can. The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah. That was great we, what you yeah, did with that. Quite. We don't. Uh... What was it like working with Michael Crawford? Well, it was all right. He's not a bad chap, really. Huh? Um, you know, when you get to know him. Uh, I mean, between you and me, and it's only between you and me. I mean, yeah. this must go nowhere. No. I was one of the people that recommended him for the night, or did you know? Did you? Oh, yeah, I sent a letter in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I thought it was the least I could do because, you know, he was very accommodating to work with. All right, I've heard that. I've yes, heard so, that, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, what I'm going to need and what Cam McIntosh wants... Yeah, good old Cam. He wants 15 songs... Yes. ...by yeah. Monday. By Monday? By Monday. So well... That's, uh, Friday night, Saturday night. Um, yeah, Friday... See to play five o'clock. Well, I, well, I do the best I can. Fifteen songs, one ballad. That's it. Right, one ballad. Just the one ballad. Right, one of those slower tunes you yes, played. Yeah, and, and 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 the others sort of upbeat. Yes. Okay. Bit of a yeah, yeah, bit yeah. of an agadu vibe. To, you know, oh yeah, I know what you mean. You know, that, uh, yeah. shake pineapples. Mm, mm, that's now, quite right. Yeah. Are you in or not? Oh, I think I've got to be in. I think I've got to be. I should be a fool not to be, with the names you've mentioned as well. Yes, exactly. I mean, I've worked with a lot of them before, and, you know, they know me and I know them. Yes, yeah. I mean, Andy's a nice guy. Can I say something, though? Yes. I, I, I think you should park that old stuff you did. Okay. You know, the West Side Story stuff and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Park that. This is a new kind of musical. Right. All right? Yes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have drum and beat in it. Oh, right. And some grunge and grime. Good Lord. Yeah, it's all going to have that. Oh, right. And there might be some rappy stuff, because I know oh. you like the rappy. Oh, I love rap. You, uh, oh, I'm devoted to yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard you saying that. Uh, so I'm excited. Yeah. I well, think, I, I am now. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much a gog. I'll show you how committed Cameron McIntosh is. Yes. He's prepared to put 50 quid up front. 50 quid? Yeah. Good Lord. At once? In, in one go? And he's got an eye on a theatre in... Hunstanton just to kick us off. Oh, I see. Is that, yeah, I know what you mean. Yes. Not that one yeah. at the front. There's one yeah. out the back. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, so, fifty quid, and mm. uh, we get that twenty-five quid on advance, and twenty-five quid when we finish. When we've done it, and then we get one percent of the success. Whew, that could be big money. That could be big money. Just imagine. Think of things like Abba's musical. It's yeah. gone on for years. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Well, I mean, oh, I mean, I've I've seen them. I've seen them come and I've seen them go. Yeah, uh, and uh, but not you, know, and... you haven't gone, have you? No. Yeah, this. No. What I'm, I'm saying is, I'm in the background all the time. Yeah, that's they they ring me from time to time. And I've say, heard you that. Know, we've got this. We're wondering if you can help us out with this. Have they ever paid you any residuals? Any residuals for your... Oh, I don't. I don't want to talk about that right. because the tax man don't know about them all. <gasps> I shouldn't have said that. 
Because I was just thinking about the great composers. So it's Sped Love and Barber. Yes. I was just thinking about uh, Oscars and Hammerstones. Indeed, Hammerstones. indeed, yeah. Um, Gilbert's and these O'Sullivan's. Sullivan, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Black and Decker. All the great composers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. anyway, uh, listeners, uh, you are getting the first ramblings of a brand new musical. Well, it's nice to think so. You know, it, this, is, this has put me in a totally different mood. Okay, well, don't get too excited. Yeah, it, it, twenty-five I'm, quid. I'll keep. I, I'll keep the twenty-five quid up front. Of course, yeah. You keep that. I'll keep that. Yes. Uh, and then when you get your fifteen songs in, we'll do something with it. Well, I, well, all, I, I mean, I can work all day Saturday. I'm not doing anything tomorrow, and I can work certainly on Sunday morning. Fifteen songs. Fifteen songs. I don't go I, to church. Can I just week. say I've got to be tough here. I, I don't have excuses. Time for excuses. I want solutions. I want fifteen songs, one ballad. Hmm. Well, I hey, think I, I think I can do that. You know, what I was thinking about the other day. Is you remember the very first song you played on your live show? First, so yes, Danny and the Juniors at the hall. Was it? Yeah. Oh man, did you do that? Was that picked for you, or did you think? Because remember, I said last week you said that uh, when you you heard a song on the radio, and you thought, yeah, yeah. And have I ever get to do a radio Ma show? Marvin Gaye. You know, I was thinking about that when I went back and when I was editing the show last week. I was thinking. Yeah, that that's quite a thought to have. Mm. Just out the blue, just go, you know, if I ever do a radio show, yeah. I'm going to play that. And it was 10, 12 years before the idea yeah. was ever possible. Uh, Danny the Junior, why, why did you pick it? Was there a reason? Yes, um, it was the favourite song of a very early girlfriend. All oh, right. And uh, I used to borrow the... This was in the days when you borrowed each other's records. Oh, yeah. And I used to borrow that and play it at home. Danny and the Juniors at home. Did Betty know that? Yes, she did. Okay. Yes, she, yes, she did, bless her. Yes, she knew She knew about the last two girlfriends. Yeah. Right. Because um, I never talked to my wife about my no, previous no, things. No. And all the affairs, you know, the, the affairs I've had as a presenter. Oh, well, yeah, well, we we can't talk about them no. because, I mean... Mind you, Tina Turner liked you. She was oh. a bit... Oh, yeah, when we used to... Yeah. Anyway, um... Mm. Yeah, because my first one was Charles and Eddie, Would I Lie to You? Oh, Would I Lie to You, yeah. It was the big song of that year, so yeah. you'll know that was my very first show. And uh, Andrew Wilson was the producer. Mm. And they said, do a, a pre-recorded show over Christmas, mm. an hour, and I had to do a show. And, yeah. oh, man, it was just brilliant. Oh, yeah. And I, and I thought, and whenever people ask me, you know, when when youngsters come up and say, Yo, what, what do you do with your first show? I say, if they'll let you, Get your best mates, your songs in, are your best mates. Yeah. Get those best mates around you, the songs yeah. that you really love, and play them in your first show. Yeah. And it will land you because these are show, songs that you love. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, that's what I thought when I, when I went for, uh, when I went, funnily enough, I think we can tell this now, can we? When I f went for the request show at Cambridge, I mean, it was, it was a sort of about the same six or seven records uh, there were just between six or seven listeners and, and they were sending the same ones backwards and forwards, L the lovely Charlie Lansborough and uh, Charlie yes. Pride and people like this. And, um, it, you know, and I thought, no, I'm not going to have this. And so what we did, I, I might as well tell it now because it, I don't care anyway, it's nearly 40, 30 years ago. So what we did, we bought roadmaps of the local towns and cities and for the first six weeks... We concocted entirely shows and I took the music 
from right across the board. Like one week, it was one record was Jerry Lee Lewis, the next one was Beethoven's Fifth, and we went right across like this. And before we could turn around, we got, got an audience you'd die for now, yeah. anywhere. And um, I later told the manager about this, and they said that the programme was called As You Like It. Mm. <laughs> the manager in question said, actually, it was rather more a question then of as you're having it. And I yes. said, exactly. And, and it, was, it was tremendously successful. Yeah, I mean... The... We just What we did with the maps, we looked where there was long roads, long roads and we'd say uh, fred smith who lived at 185 great yep. eastern road or whatever as or didn't give the part the number but the road so we knew long roads and we knew that it was not checkable when i started at talk radio and it, uh, it was just launched and i was doing an overnight show one till six yeah and nobody was phoning in no and we had two adverts bazooka that veruca and Moods, which was a compilation album. Yeah. And um, so what the producer, you, we had a producer just writing mm. comments. So it's supposed to be phoning. That's right. So I just, I just would, I'd set up the topic. Uh, right, let's talk about the budget mm. and or something, or it could be a funny topic. And this producer just used to write me comments because I couldn't play songs. So, I, and I heard a great story and I'm trying to remember who it was. It might have been Gordon Astley. Yeah. Not, not Chris Ashley, Gordon, yeah, Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordon Ashley, who did a whole hour uh, of a phone-in and not yeah. one call. Yeah. Oh, what what he did is he, he would people would would phone in didn't didn't want to go on air. No. And he would say, he would just take the comment. So yeah. uh, Richard Richard from yeah Richard just said from Cambridge here he says uh, yeah. he doesn't think this is a great way to be tackling the energy crisis. Well, I'll tell you what, Richard. Here's what I'm so then he would do yeah. a bit off that of one call. Yeah. But it wasn't on air. No. And I just, I thought that's complete genius to be mm. able to do that. And then, of course, you you learn, yeah. um, you learn how to make things. I can, I mean, yeah. you learn how oh, to extend yeah. a, yeah. a t um, 10 53 and 10 89 a.m. When you had a clock start news, yeah. I knew how long I could actually make 10 53 yeah. and 10 yeah. 89 yeah. a.m. And, that, right. and I could make it last that yeah. whole thing. I know, I know what you mean. I think, I think it comes to funny. I mean, we had all sorts of funny callers, uh, and uh, I mean, I can, I can certainly tell you one, possibly two, but one certainly. Um, we, I had a regular caller from Norfolk. He was a delightful bloke, and uh, it was, it was freezing fog that night. So he come on and he said, uh, "Hello." <laughs> he says, "That's you." So I said, "Yes, it is." He said, uh, "I'd like to, um, I'd like to congratulate uh, the Norfolk County Council." So I said, "Oh yeah." He said, "Oh," and he said, "I'm just been stood at my gate." He said, "And the gritter lorry's just gone by, closely followed by the road sweeper." <laughs> I mean, you. Can't, you can't. You just can't beat it, can you? No. And these are people who don't broadcast. No. These are the, you know, these, no. these are the core of what you've got. I remember. I, I, I used to love that. This, you thought you had the, well, you started off with the funniest thought. Yeah. And then it just, the listeners would take it wherever they wanted. Absolutely. I remember one, when I got the, if we may take about the gong, and the Saturday night after that was a Norfolk bloke and all, and he come on and he's asked you. I said, yes, he said, uh, I know about that, uh, your Binny saying got that medal. He said, uh, there'll be ill feeling about that. <laughs> I said, you reckon so? He said, oh, yes, he said. There'll be them there as think you didn't ought to have had that, he said. <laughs> 
So I said to him, <laughs> rang, so, so he said, yes, so I said, well, I'll tell you two things. He said, what's that? I said, I'm fetching it and I'm wearing it. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> he said, that's a good thing. Oh, <laughs> They're uh, priceless. Um, which leads me on to, we, we did say we're going to talk about this this week, was outside broadcast we oh, had done. Oh, yes. And, uh, and the excitement of doing the very first one as well. Because yeah. actually, this is a great thing about local radio is you li- literally need a radio car with a mast. Yeah. And a microphone yeah. and everything was set up. The brilliant engineers we had mm. at Cambridge, oh, uh, yeah. great guys. And you just go set up and you could do a, sh- a whole show yeah. with just you and a producer. That's right. Uh, dragging people in to be interviewed. Yeah. Um, the best one, oh, I, I did a lot. Um, I did some good ones and some really bad ones. The mm. one I did at uh, the Haddenham Steam Rally. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I went to, ha- we went to Haddenham and, of course, uh, it's all the big steam engines, massive, beautiful right. things. Yeah. And, of course, it just built up on, as it is now yeah. with caravans. People stayed the whole weekend. That's right, and yeah. And so it was it. a massive thing. Uh, but the year I took, I did it, well, the previous year, they'd had a downpour. I mean, seriously, got yeah. wet. Yeah. And steam engines and traction engines had been stuck there mm. Mm. for like a week and a half because yeah. they couldn't get couldn't out. get them out, no. So everybody had been watching the weather forecast and everything, and and uh, anyway, I've, I've got the, I've got the the radio car there. Nicky Ledyard's producing me. Oh yeah. Yeah. On a Sunday afternoon, and I'm on a really long the long green cable from the car. Yeah. Right, which could go to what I've been, mean, fifty meters. I don't yeah, know. It's something yeah, like that you could. And I'm talking to a man, and this is what I loved about it. I'm talking to a man who has a collection of oil cans. Right. Right. He's yeah. got he's got BPs. He's got all this sort mm. of thing. So we're talking away. The rain starts coming down, yeah, and it starts clattering. Well, everybody goes, "Ah, oh, the rain's here. We better clear off." Get off, yeah. So the steam engine are all starting to get away at the same exactly the same time. Well, I was there, and and a, a, a caravan had come over the cable, yeah, but the cable had started to wrap itself around the oh. wheel of the caravan, and Nikki Ledger's is going. She's waving this, and I'm I'm going. I don't know what. Do you want me to stop? <laughs> and this this guy could see it, and he's he's pointing, it, and I could see this cable going round the wheel. Yeah. So I grabbed him because the cable's getting shorter. Was going, yeah, he would and yeah. I'm going, so I'm going. So the two of us are sliding down there, and Nicky's trying to tell this guy who's got the car Just stop it, stop yeah. the car. Um, we managed to stop the car, but I never forget the look in that, that um, oil can collector's face as yeah. I'm dragging him down, asking, and he, gra- he grabbed one can so he could talk about it because yeah. there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. But these wee things, um, in the, the scale of learning how to do it, yeah. it was just part of that, ex- that, yeah, that ex- was, there were, experience. There were fabu- you, fabulous things. There's no, I mean, there's no question about it. You could, you can, on the things that, that, that happen to you in programmes, you can dine out for life. Oh, yeah. You, you can dine out for life just just talking about them on their own because they're all... So I, I went out with... I won't say who it was, but when I was still a sweeper up there, when I was just making tea and sweeping up, I went out as a BA on to one of the... Well, yeah, probably the principal... The principal presenter, yes, probably at that time. And we went to a fate... I can tell you who was opening it, Paul Shane. Paul Shane, what? and he was opening it. But anyway, we arrived there with the with with, with the radio car, and uh, the, the presenter opened his window, and the guy who was running it, I suppose, was there, and he said, uh, "Oh, is what you doing here?" So the presenter said, "Well, we come down to do an outside broadcast from here." So he said, "Oh," he said, uh, "Well, he said, I, I, looking round, I mean, it's a twenty-acre field." 
Oh, he said, I don't know about this. He said, I don't, I don't know whether we've got room. So the presenter said, well, that's all right. He said, well, goodbye. And he turned the car around and went back to Cambridge. Wow. Never said another word. Gee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Incredible, yeah. I mean, they, these days, of course, and quite rightly so, um, to set, you have to do a whole lot of assessments. and They did then, but I don't think there was the same kind of, uh, of sort of... Um, Dependence on health and safety as there is now. And there was no health and no, safety. Was, if I remember in nineteen eighty. I had a great story, and I, I don't. I never found out who it was. That the radio car, that Ford uh, radio car we had, um, and somebody had gone out during the winter mm. uh, to do a show, and the aerial wouldn't come up. Remember no. the big aerial that was right down That's the right, center. Yeah. And the presenter just said, oh, "Hang on, I'll go." Climbed on yeah. the top of the, the thing and peed. Yeah. On the base of the yeah. the. And it worked. It Went came up. up. Yeah. The same presenter was somebody who said he didn't have a clue about the technicals, and he did. Yeah. He did. It was, but it was with it, with those things. The planning was very very basic. You maybe had four guests. That's right. Yeah. Uh, over two hours. That's right. And the rest of it was music and talking to the public and everything. And I still remember we had him steam rally. Was Dennis a grunty fan? That's right. Yeah. And he used to walk around being rude to people. He did. Oh my! It was so funny. Yeah. Why? It was it was just the funniest. I'd never seen that before. I'd never seen him working no. a crowd. Working the, no, know. no, quite. I think the 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 one that I remember, my my lad used to do them. You know, I mean, in fact, he was there really before me, uh, and he used to do outside broadcasts. And he'd go out with the car and and talk to people. And the one that I remember, it was one of his early ones, and he'd taken the radio car to Ely, and I can't remember who'd gone with him, but somebody else had gone with him, and um, he suddenly looked up. And Gary had pushed the aerial to go up. And when we, when he looked up, the aerial was exactly halfway between two power oh, cables. God. I mean, any minute it could have been barbecued or, or, oh, or indeed yes. microwaved. And somebody said, take that down slowly. Oh, yeah. But it was it was between two that was the big uh, thing. power cables. Yeah. Um the, the, the other one um when I was doing mid mornings and Chris South was doing twelve till two, I think. And we decided we're doing, going to do a village hall tour of Cambridgeshire. Yeah. Right? Um, we thought, oh, great. We've got people coming and seeing us. Mm. So I did 9 till 12, and then Chris would come in. and he'd... Yeah. So I'll never forget, we went to Trumpington Town, a village hall. That's I think right. it was for the very first one. And we got in there, and we said, okay, well, well, nobody's here yet, but they'll come. Mm. <laughs> Not a soul. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Richard, I'll, I'll tell you how funny it was was somebody had brought a bike. One of the producers had brought their bike in. Oh, what's that time now? Uh, two well, o'clock. Uh, two, two, yeah. two o'clock. Because um, Cameron will want those songs by Monday. Oh, yeah, I'll um, do that. I can do but that. I remember somebody brought a bike. I remember Chris South riding a bike around an empty village hall in Trumpington. <laughs> and it never really lost me. But it was funny because... Um, you you went some places where you didn't think you were going to get much of a crowd. That's right. Um, and then other places... Uh, you would get very little where you thought you got very, very popular. We went yeah. to Trumpington and think, yeah. well, it's going to be, nobody came to see us. Yeah. Well, you, you can't, I mean, I, I told you last week about when I opened that school and that woman said, who the hell is he? But, I mean, the, 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 mind you, the one that, I, I won't say which WI it was, but when I was early doing the WIs, I went to one and uh, they asked me how much I was going to charge. I mean, I can't remember. I mean, probably that time, about 15 or 20 quid, I think, at that time. We're talking about very early 90s here. And when we got there, we sat there, and there were, I don't know, about 12 or 14 people in there. And all of a sudden, Bet said to me, 
who are these people walking down this road, look, coming down here? And they were coming down in droves. <laughs> and this lady came across to me and said, isn't it wonderful? She said, we've... Uh, We've made it an open meeting, she said, and we're charging them a pound apiece to come in. I think I was talking to them for about 15 quid, there were about 400 in there. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about getting... Ever, ever after that, if ever anybody rang me about that, I used to say, um, yes, I'd do that. How many will be there? Yes. And used to adjust the fee accordingly. You know, my... I, I'm terrible at public speaking. Yeah. It's my... It's my I, I won't... You could say, Ronnie, go live now and I'll be fine. Mm. But when somebody said, right, you're going to speak to a crowd. Yeah. And I got invited a couple, not many WIs and things like that, mm. uh, because, and people don't understand this. They say, well, what, man, you're on the radio. Why Why can't you do public speaking? I said, it's yeah. a different thing. It's different. I'm completely in control and I can't see the whites of people's eyes. No. Because I could walk in and I because the way I was, the way that I present, mm. I split a room. There were people there that couldn't stand me and people who loved me. That's right. And that's what you, you end up, of course, there's people who love you, you just ignore them. And you're telling your anecdotes and stories and half of the room's not laughing at all. Mm. And you spend your whole time, look at that, and, and, and yeah. trying to get them going. And beads of sweat start coming out oh, here. Yeah. And you think, how long have I been talking? Oh, dear. How well, long have I got to do? That's three minutes. I've only done three minutes. I've told all my, st all my stories. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's why I'd, I'd, I've been very, I've only done a couple of fates opening and I twitched on the Christmas lights uh, um Ramsey, uh, yeah, it was Ramsey and the Christmas mm. lights. Uh, and I think I get heckled there. Well, no, I get he heckled at Hazlingfield opening a fate. And huh? they just, oh. well, they said, get on with it. And so I said, I did. Um, yeah. but no, but see, because you've done a lot of the you know, you've you've done you've filled halls with your yeah. one man shows, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. One man, actually, I loved the one manners, yeah, they were it was just fantastic, it really was. I absolutely love doing it. If I was still in the business, I'd do them now because oh. they're absolutely smashing. What? How much planning did you do for those? None. All oh, right. <laughs> well, you know, no, not really. I mean, I don't know. Ten minutes. Put put the notes together, and uh, then talk about them. So yeah, not not much planning at all. Uh, you see, I didn't. Sylvia Cooper, who lived in Norwich and who rescued me when they really wanted to get rid of me, but didn't quite succeed. And she, because she came across to me, I was only t talking to somebody else about this a few weeks ago, and she came across to me at a, at a charity fling, and she said, I'd never seen her, didn't know her, didn't think about knew nothing about her. And she came over and she said, oh, she said, we can't have that happening again, can't we? And by God, it didn't. Yeah. She she just took over the issue, really. She was, yeah. she was a darling. There's no doubt about it, she got me the thing. Right. Uh, well, her and the listeners. But uh, she, she just whipped them into shape all the time. It, and, and it's an interesting thing, um, just talking about the village hall thing, is when you do, and I've always said this, it's a privilege when people switch you on, you on the radio. Is. You're in their house and you're, yeah. you're a guest. Um, and it's an interesting thing because, you know, when I was sailing high at Cambridge, the numbers were great. And that's when we did the village hall. Mm. And we kind of presumed that that audience, the big audience we had would transfer, but it was a different medium. Yeah. You know, and you kind of, you managed to cross, cross that over. I, I never ever, because I didn't do it, but no. you were able to take your audience from the radio and put them into uh, halls to come and see you. Well, I'll tell you something now that I've never, well, I, I might as well tell it, you know, I might as well mention it, but I never feared any of them. And now very kindly... I've been asked to do something in the village. Wow. It's never happened before, but I've been asked to do something in the village next month. No, no, this month. And it's causing me more worry 
than all the others put together. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. Because you've no. done... I've what? done hundreds. Hundreds? All over Essex, all, all the counties, uh, Bedfordshire, all over the place. Well, in fact, I've done one in Cornwall. Yeah. I did one in did Cornwall. Did you? But the, anyway, I've agreed to do this for, for a, a damn good cause in the village. And I keep thinking to myself, are you up to this? And I'm thinking, well, I must be, surely. You know, but so I know I know what you mean about speaking of which, if ever you do get to I will tell you this, if ever you get the chance to go to Witchford to do the WI, go. All right. Because I've never known such an intent such an attentive audience, nor in fact have I ever been fed as well. Yeah. I mean, whatever, we, and, and we were sent away also with all things like jars of this, that and the other. They made us so well go to Witchford. They'll look after you like a baby son. Um, when I started, uh, there was obviously a thing about my accent was uh, yeah. on the radio. But I'd been, my last tour of duty was RAF Ely. Mm. And RAF Ely was loved by the local people. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was their hospital. I, was, yeah, I the think so. Um, and of course, I was doing. I was a EEG technician, I did, um, me, uh, clinical measurements, did ECGs, and the local people used to come in and bring us things in. And mm. I kind of just fell in love with the fans. Then I just thought these are really nice people because I'd been at units, yeah, uh, where the locals didn't like the nope. military. It was a you know because we we'd come in and get drunk and spend one money That's in right. their pubs. And That's everything. right. I remember the worst one was Wendover, uh, RAF mm. Holton, yeah, and Wendover's posh eyes. yeah, and they didn't like it. But of course, we filled their pubs, uh, yeah. and uh, but I always, uh, yeah, that idea of um, the Fenland people. That's why I think I made a connection. Yeah. Because I'd actually almost pre-trained yes. meeting Fenland people yes, yes. Uh, through the hospital yeah. and then transferring it onto the radio. Mm. I, I think that's, I genuinely think that's how I, I yeah. managed to sit in and get comfortable. Yeah, I think, I think some of that, in the very early stages of the railway, I think, uh, radio, I think some of that probably, because r railways generally, uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm in them. And so as soon as you mention that, and then somebody come on and say, well, now, uh, you uh, you was on the railway for a bit, weren't you? You know, yeah, well, just for 35 years, yes. You know, and that sort of thing. But I, I think, uh, amusingly, I can cross one over with that because when I came down here as a station master, one of the early managerial meetings I went to was when they were going to close the branch from, from Ely to Sutton. And... Um, 1964, I think, and we had to go to this huge meeting in Cambridge and uh, there was me and a lot of other managers of one sort or another, including a fella from uh, Lincolnshire called Ted Price, dear old Pre Ted Price, lovely guy, uh, an inspector. Anyway, we went to this meeting and um, there were one or two people there who spoke beautifully, as you would expect, in this idiom here in, in the Cambridgeshire yeah. area. And all of a sudden, one of them, I won't mention his name, although he's died now, got up and he said, uh, because I'd spoken and Ted Price had spoken. And, of course, we both spoke with the accents that we had. And uh, he got up and said something. Well, he said sometimes, he said it would be nice to have, uh, uh, nice to have people at these meetings that we could understand. <laughs> And Ted Price got up and he said to him, well, Mr. Hill, he said, there's two of us here if you'd like to step outside. Oh. <laughs> that was the yeah. meeting. <laughs> Lovely, that was. When people used to phone up and complain when I used to speak too fast, yeah. when, I, when I got excited, yeah. um, 
Uh, and I used to say, no, no, I'm not speaking too fast. You're listening too slow. Too slow. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, this has been, I've got, I've got a pile of things we could have talked about. But anyway. Well, another week. Another week. We're going to do it. We've got a week off next week. Yes. Uh, and then we're back the week after. Yeah, and well, we shall need the week off next week because of, I think, I think, did you say Cam was coming up next week? That was private. You yeah. Can't, he's, he's a major. You can't. Tell him he's where he goes, he's what's about. You can't talk about that. Well, they he's don't a... know which can we mean. Oh, well, it's not my Oh, OK. Hey, but I've got some Ask Richard questions. Oh, right. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Uh, number one, have you ever had a professional massage? No. No. Would you like one? Uh, I would like to know who was going to do it. Yeah. 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 Yes, then I would. Because I think I definitely like a man to do it. I, I don't know if I'd like a. I, I when I I trained in the first time in the RAF mm. to become a physiotherapist. Yes. I, I, I was. I, I learned about massage. Mm. I can do my effleurage and my and my cupping. I can do cupping. Oh yeah, I'm good at the massage. Well, you probably do it then. We could maybe start that yeah, up. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, your biggest DIY job and was it a success? No, because I've never done one. <laughs> I knew you were going to never, never succeeded with any. You see, that's why we connect in that respect. Because I, I have no logic. My wife, no. if she buys any flat pack, mm. she puts it up. She got to put it up. Absolutely. I, I can't. And that's looking at instructions. I can't even yeah. look at instructions. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, three. Would you miss fruit if it suddenly disappeared when the Russians nicked it? Would you miss fruit if the Russians nicked it? Do you like fruit? Really? Yes, I do. Yeah, but would you so miss I would it? Miss it. Yeah. Would you? What's your favourite fruit? Plums, I think. All right, you like a plum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a big plum. <laughs> Why are plums funny? I don't know. You don't matter. Go on. Um, number three, your first celebrity crush. Who was the singer, the film star? The Bridge Bard, Bridget Bardet. Oh yes. Out of this world, out of this world, dreamed night after night. The Rivali newspaper. Oh, the Rivali! Uh, I remember the Rivali. Well, it, it did in about five weeks. You, the middle pages were part of Bridget Bardo, and and you 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 built her for the bedroom wall, <laughs> and she, and she was on my bedroom wall at the bottom of the bed, and then when I when I came back from the army. Uh, my my mother took it down. Oh, I don't geez. know, but there was this gorgeous life like oh, build your own Bridget Bardo pinned to the <laughs> pinned to the wall all the way down the bedroom wall. I had um, I had uh, Raquel Welch was, uh -huh. was my first. Uh, um, when I was a kind of pubescent boy, Kathy mm. Kirby. Oh yeah, used to, no, a lot of people just go. But she used to have this really bright red lipstick. That's right. And I went, oh, that looks yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah but uh, Raquel Welsh in uh, yeah. one, one million years BC. That's right, yes. And she was wearing a chamois. Yep. She wore a chamois leather. Yeah. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. But that's, I, I love that idea of build your own bridge. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. So you keep going back and build it. Gorgeous. And the Rivali was a such, the, the newspapers like the tip bits. Remember yeah, the tip bits? That's right, yeah. And, and no, no pun intended there. Yeah, but, quite, yeah. but these were all kind of. Well, the Rivali was a bit risky, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how they, they wouldn't get away with it now in this woke situation in which we live now. I mean, the thought of Bridget Bardot at the back of your, at the bottom of your bed on four, five pieces of newspaper, I mean, there'd be all sorts of outrage, <laughs> wouldn't there? It'd be horrible one bit faded. <laughs> <laughs> right, you used um, to look forward to it arriving every week. I bet you did. Um, do you think Dr. Hook from Dr. Hook in the Medicine Show is actually a doctor? I'm I'm kind of betting no. Okay. Right, I'm, I'm kind of betting okay. no. Okay, 
What about Dr. Feelgood? No. No, okay. no, no. So none of these people, you reckon, you think somebody would pull them up in that and say, hang I, on. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, the last one is, yeah. and you don't have to answer this one, uh, have you read the Kama Sutra? I believe I did, years ago. Did you? Yeah, I must have been, I don't know, perhaps when we were first married. I can't remember, it was a long while ago. Right. 50 or 60 years ago. I think, so oh, right. And then so I'll tell you one other thing which just amused me, talking about wives. Betty, I didn't. I never thought much about it at the time because kitchens were not my department. But I went in. I went in one, and, and I opened a cupboard door, and there were two hammers in there, a small one, and a big one. And I said to her, "What, what do you want hammers for in the kitchen? They're mine." I said, "Well, I know they are, but I said, well, she said, you see that hinge on that door? She said, well, the thing that keeps the two halves together. Sometimes it goes uh, goes up a little bit.' So she said, with the little hammer." She said, I go and tap it back in. So I thought, okay. So I said, well, what's this other one for? Huge thing. Ah, she said, that's if anybody comes in the back door that I don't want. Great big lump hammer. I think that's security. That, 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 that's the right sort. That, that's it you'd like. I bet they wouldn't have gone in twice. Uh, <laughs> um, we better say goodbye. I uh, Say your normal goodbye. And if you're listening on your own, then from me, a very special and a very a very personal and very special good afternoon. Right, now, come on. Uh, let's finish out. Just take us out on the piano. Just uh, draw us out on the piano. Um, and um, you must have ideas already in your head about any tunes we could play. Just take us out. Just well, to... I'll tell you what, I'm one that some of the listeners might remember. <laughs> Um, it's no aga do though, is it? Not quite, no. <laughs>